0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to just me today we're joined by Cameron Reardon, and he is just ah oh, it's got a really brilliant idea that um I want the world to to listen and share so Cameron, welcome
1: thank you thank you for having me.
0: you're very, very welcome so firstly, I mean obviously we know who you are um but what is it that you do and this everyone who's listening is i i, I put certain things in kind of brilliant categories and I, and I think what you're doing is brilliant, so please
1: tell us. Uh yeah, so basically, uh in a nutshell, um I breed exotic insects um for many purposes, some as pets, uh some as food, for um other animals such as uh, like your lizards and your snakes and everything. Um, and we also do like fear classes, education schemes all around insects.
0: It's so cool. So how how did you come up with this? And and can you tell people how old you are? Am I allowed to ask that?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. Uh, so uh, I'm 19 years old um, and I came up with the idea as it was kind of like my hobby at the time. I used to keep um, lots of different exotic animals. So I have like my lizards and I used to have like pet stick insects and so on. Um, so I saw that there was um, a big gap in the market because it's such a niche business uh, so that's why I came up with Bug Box then.
0: And this has been going for how long? Um,
1: it's been about three, maybe four years now.
0: Was it something that you kind of thought of in school? Because that's like—I mean—that takes you back to being sort of fifteen, sixteen years old, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. It's not something I really thought of initially. I've always had a sort of um, business passion. I used to, like, love selling things um, when I was younger. Mm. It really just sparked when I joined uh, college was when, like, the main idea for Bugbox came up. Um, I was just sat having, like, a conversation with the enterprise coordinator um, at the time, giving her loads of different ideas because I really wanted my own business. And then we saw that... um, there was actually just one other store in Wales, selling exotic insects, and they're uh, down in Pembrokeshire. So we thought this is a great opportunity here to go ahead and set up bug box. That's
0: so cool. So cool. And i am going to ask you, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this question, I usually leave this to the end, but I'm gonna put this one at the beginning. What one word would you use to describe
1: yourself? Um Oh gosh. I would say if it's one word, probably like a risk taker. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a hyphen it. in the middle so we can have those one again. OK, <laughs> yeah. that's really, really cool. So what's been your route to today?
1: Uh Yeah, so I was born in Lly. Um, I had just, like, you know, a sort of normal upbringing. Uh, my mother's, like, you know, a single parent. Me, her, my brother, my grandparents. We all, like, lived together. Um Yeah, and I just sort of, I think, seeing... Um, like my family do, you know, doing like nine to five jobs. And then I had my first nine to five job and I thought, oh, do you know what? I prefer to work for myself. I'd love to own my own business and I'd love to like be in that sort of control. If you sort of guess what I mean, um, mm-hmm. sort of mean. um. So mm-hmm. that's when, you know, I sort of decided, oh, I really like this sort of business idea. I really like business. And then that became part of my upbringing and in a way.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. So um so what have you learned along the way then? So what, what what kind of what big lessons have
1: you kind of you picked up? Oh gosh, probably definitely that um it's normal to make mistakes and you probably make a lot of them at the start. <laughs> that was a big lesson for me. But like don't let it get at you as well at the same time. Um it's sort of like natural thing that everyone makes um that was probably like one of the big things I learned along the way there's been like um little things to you know, like such as like marketing when you set up your own business um that sort of thing because I didn't study business at the time of because I was like 15 16 years old so um all of my business sort of knowledge is kind of like self-taught
0: and I've got to ask you, so with both, but where do you,
1: I mean, where do you breed the insects? Well, at first, because <laughs> I was only uh, 15, they were literally in my bedroom. So you can imagine my mother's um, thoughts at the time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
0: and what types of bugs are we talking about in your bedroom?
1: Oh, so we're talking about like tarantulas, giant yes. uh massive giant African land snails. <laughs> So they used to be in my bedroom at the start um, and some like I'm very chilled out when it comes to like looking after them. So sometimes I forget to like actually like lock the lids and everything on the tanks. So they would like escape and go straight into my mother's bedroom. They sort of like sense the fear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what was the the most scary thing that your mum would have kind of come in face or come in contact with?
1: Well, she's had giant millipedes hide under her bed before. Um we've had Cause they um, are
0: big, aren't they? I mean
1: Yeah, they are. Probably about thirty centimetres. The size of like a school ruler. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just curled up under her bed. <laughs> she's had jumping spiders on the landing ceiling, jumping around. Um, she's had everything fairly. <laughs>
0: And, um, and where are they now? I mean, I presume you've got premises now.
1: Uh, so I've worked from sheds in the back of my garden. I'm like, luckily enough to have like a nice size garden. So um, okay. I purchased um, a nice big shed when I was 17 and um, we moved out into the garden then, <laughs> which my mother was very thankful for.
0: <laughs> and, and, and in terms of your kind of ambition, where's your ambition for the business?
1: Well, I mainly set up bug books because I don't know um if you know like much about the exotic market, but it's all like bad press. it's not very regulated, um, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So I thought um we were the first store to be eco-ethical and sustainable. So they are like a really big passion of mine, that, it, you know, makes me very ambitious to keep going. Um so when we brought that sort of change to the hobby, um, it sort of got people thinking in a way like oh how are my current stores i'm purchasing from bringing in these insects um are they like brown yeah. boxing them? which is just a um way of saying uh like smuggling them in um mm. so that's sort of what gives me that sort of ambition that's so cool
0: and who's helped you kind of along the way i mean obviously your mum mums are just brilliant
1: yeah but anyone else Oh, yeah, I've had literally so much support um with the business um when I was back in college we had um as in colleagues you got at the time we um had the enterprise teams they would help me with like uh, business plans um making sure everything's illegal uh, legal, not illegal <laughs> um, making sure it's not illegal <laughs> um Brilliant. that sort of thing like you know like financing helping me um, get funding. Um, I won a bursary with slightly old grammar boys. Um, so they Brilliant. had funding and mentorship. So they're still my business mentors to date. And I was back in 2018. Um, yeah, I've literally had so much support. Big Ideas Wales, they were absolutely fantastic.
0: And it's funny, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, we're very lucky in Wales that we do get, I mean, I, I work with them, Big Ideas Wales as a mentor and stuff. And, and I love that as an organisation that they can help you know kind of people with with just kind of entrepreneurial ideas you know at all levels um yeah we're lucky aren't we 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 do get a lot of support so what obstacles have kind of hindered you or helped you along the way and kind of got through
1: um i think my first ever big obstacle was probably the business bank account um sort of thing because i was Uh, very young at the time I was under 18 so it was like impossible to get a business bank account um and obviously needed one of them for people to pay me and just to keep track of all the expenditures and everything um so then my mother kind of became my accountant then so she came to the rescue again and um she was able to sort that for me then um yeah, I think that was my biggest challenge. Just I literally took weeks and weeks trying to figure out what I can do, um, if there was any other um, places, you know, like if PayPal could accept me or anything like that. Um, so that was my most stressful and biggest challenge. But um, I think a positive obstacle was outgrowing my bedroom, uh, because then I I obviously purchased a shed, which was like a lot of money for a seventeen-year-old. It was like such a big risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully that risk played out quite positively and we're still out here now.
0: And I mean, are you still excited? I mean, you can hear the excitement in your voice. It's lovely. And and are you still excited about the business?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I think like the passion's there every single day. Um, It's something I really enjoy and I've got a passion for the exotic insects and everything. So that definitely helps a lot too.
0: I love the three things about being eco and ethical and kind of sustainable. It's, It's such a that's such a wise thing to think about in today's kind of climate because you could have easily have just set up and gone, well, I'll to heck with it. You know, I'll just I'll just get this, the, the, you know, the kind of the bugs out there. And, and yeah. it doesn't really matter about the kind of the ethics. But that's really that's such a wise thing to think of.
1: Yeah, it's definitely the three core values that I you know, absolutely mm-hmm. love. And um, I didn't like shopping when I was a customer in this market. I didn't like shopping in these other stores because I knew they were coming in illegally, so I was contributing to that. Um, So I thought, this definitely needs to be a change here, and it was my passion, so I thought that was great then. That's so brilliant. That's
0: really, really cool. Um, So what keeps you going when times get tough? Because it's interesting, isn't it? Because sometimes you'd think that actually setting up a kind of a bank account would be really easy, but obviously because of money laundering and stuff, it's really hard these days, and obviously as you mentioned about your... Your kind of, you know, your age and stuff. So what keeps you going when you get, when things get tough?
1: Um, Probably looking back on 15, 16 year old myself, um, where I was then, where I am now. Um, looking at like the awards we've won, we've been in many awards, uh, like the Great British Entrepreneur Awards last year. Uh, we've been in Swansea Bay Business wow. Awards. We filmed with BBC. Wow. We went viral in China last year. So I think looking back at stuff like that and seeing how far I've come, that really sort of like keeps that drive there then. That's so
0: cool. And you've mentioned you've had some really good press as well.
1: Yeah, the press absolutely love the business because it's so niche and it's so unusual. Um, We went viral in China uh, during lockdown, which was Mm. amazing. Then we went viral in Australia, um, we went a little wow. payroll in the UK. We was on like the Metro, uh, Daily Star, BBC News, Channel 5 News and everything.
0: And what advice would you give to somebody who who maybe has it? I mean, the thing that I love is you've linked your hobby with, you know, a kind of a business idea. And, and that's what kind of obviously fuels you and kind of stuff. But what advice would you give to somebody, you know, who's younger, who's maybe thinking about starting their own
1: business and stuff? um definitely just go for it um i held back a lot i let little things like um not having enough money to start the business or not having a sort of knowledge get in the way and i um sort of left that going for a couple of months uh but when i started i was a bit like oh this is a lot easier and less stressful than i initially thought um so yeah definitely just go for it don't let anything like sort of get in your way do as much as you can before them obstacles come at you sort of thing
0: brilliant and 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 is that the advice you would give to your younger self so if you go back i don't know four or five years just go for it
1: oh yeah definitely (laughs) if i could i definitely would do that that's really really cool
0: and um what advice would you would you like to give others not just in terms of business but I mean one thing that I really loved what you said earlier um was that it's normal to make mistakes and 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 don't let it get to you I really loved those two pieces of advice so what what other advice would you give to kind of other people
1: um I would probably say like stick to what you believe in as well so for us it's mainly like our ethics we were as i just said like the first ever store to sort of be ethical sustainable and eco so it was a like quite a big risk mm. um but just stick to your ethics and then there's other people which also feel that way so they will always be your customers there will always be customers there um i We were obviously more expensive because we did imports and everything legally, so it was more um, expensive to do that. So I thought people would just stick with the other stores because they'd be cheaper and, you know, it's easier then. But no, they actually all did come to us Mm. and they all now stand for what we stand for, which is making our competitors turn eco-ethical and sustainable. So just stick with your guns, really. And if you are ethical, just be loud and proud about it. That's so
0: brilliant. That's such a nice thing to hear, you know, from you. And and what do you think of people like kind of Greta, you know, Thunberg, in in, in terms of of what she's sort of saying about the environment and the planet and stuff? Is is that something that you kind of sign up to as well?
1: Uh, yes, something we definitely like. You know, sort of follow. We do our bit by being um, as equal as possible from the suppliers all the way up to the customers receiving our goods. Um, and we, uh, use couriers with like low carbon footprint and everything, but, um, it's definitely something all businesses should at least, you know, try to do just to make a better future for others, really. Of course. Yeah.
0: It's brilliant. The thing that I love about you, Cameron, is that, that, that you're so, you're so morally driven and, and does that, so where did that come from? Is that something that you learnt along the way or is that something that you've always had?
1: Um, I think it's probably something I've always had um, from the sort of like upbringing we've had from my mother, really.
0: That's really, really good. I, I remember listening to a um, an interview with Marcus Rashford when he was talking about, you know, free school meals. And I mean, he was he came from a single parent family and, and his mum, he said, was just had such amazing morals and values. And he said that really shaped him. And I, and I really loved that about him. And I loved that about you as well that you get that from a good source you know in terms of your mum
1: yeah definitely she was like absolutely I mean I definitely wouldn't be able to do what she's done
0: so tell us more I mean so what ambitions have you for the future I mean do you see bigger premises I mean I mean how many sheds have you got just the one in the garden at the moment
1: uh yeah we've got just the one at the moment but um we are outgrowing this shed now as well um I think lockdown did us good and bad it did good in sales. Um, but obviously we lost loads of school bookings and everything. But um, for the future we've sort we're sort of like looking to expand into the US because the market out there is absolutely huge. Wow, There's such a big market out there, and exotic pets are commonly kept by uh, families and children. Um, out there like tarantulas are really common pets out there, so it's um definitely a market wow. that we're looking to wow. tap into. So
0: cool, and uh, you mentioned talks doing kind of going to kind of schools and stuff and what do you what do you do talks on? I mean, do you take giant snails and stuff with you? uh
1: yeah, so we take um an array of different um insects and arachnids with us, and then we just really teach the children why they're important in the environment and how they can help them and then some schools have like sort of wildlife areas, so we can like make little bug homes and that sort of thing to put outside then for just to increase the species numbers
0: it's so cool that because I mean I I always think because people say oh ants don't matter or flies don't matter but you know when you look at the kind of whole ecosystem then everything matters doesn't it I mean we look at I don't know if you've seen the Netflix documentary Seaspiracy and and kind of what's going on around the world and we've just got to be so careful with all this stuff don't we
1: yeah yeah definitely like if there wasn't insects in the world then we probably wouldn't be here either because we need them to like pollinate our crops um the animals that we eat eat insects um they're fantastic protein you know that sort of thing and
0: how do young people when you go into schools react to to you and and the kind of the bugs and stuff is it is it kind of a mixture of oh you're creepy or <laughs> do they kind of really get in board get on board with the message
1: yeah, we have a good mix. Um, at first, I think people are really standoffish. Um, you have like your screams when you go into primary schools and everything, which I absolutely love. It's my favourite part. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do start to build that like coverage throughout the day. They do like really well. And then before you know it, they're holding their first yeah. ever trunchler. <laughs> it's brilliant.
0: So, your main message is kind of looking after the planet and the environment. Is it with them?
1: yeah yeah definitely. So it's just um what they do just to let everybody know why you are helping them, um how they help us, and then how we can help them
0: and do you find that they are that most people are kind of supportive of 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 the work that you're doing
1: um pro- yeah definitely, especially um, when we go into events, we've haven't yet touched had any negative um Sort of like feedback or reaction from people, but I think people get more shocked on how the insects actually um mm. like support us need um need us more than anything and how we need them more than anything yeah, that's so true
0: and what's your favorite so if you just had one species or one insect or arachnid or whatever that you you could you could keep, what would it be what's your favorite
1: oh gosh um <laughs> It'd probably be something like um the Australian huntsman spider. Um absolutely love them. But at the same time they do freak me out a little bit. But um <laughs> apart from that, <laughs> they they are my favorite. And
0: what is it about them that one you like and two kind of freaks you out?
1: Um, it's how fast they go that freaks me out. Cause they literally teleport. It's crazy. But I like like how weird they are, I like how bulky they are for a huntsman. Because normally huntsmen's are like really thin, skinny, slender spiders. But I like um, how big and bulky these spiders are, and they just look so cool. Wow,
0: wow! And, and 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 I know that you said earlier that it's something that you've always been kind of interested in. But how did you? What was your first kind of exotic pet?
1: Um, I. Th- Think it may have been a stick insect. Um, one of my friends from primary school used to have them as pets. And then when I went over there and saw them, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Why don't I have one? So then um the stick insect actually had loads of eggs, they all hatched. So I had a couple of the babies, and I was just so fascinated from there. I was like, This is amazing.
0: That's so cool. That's amazing. I, th- I I mean, I mentioned it earlier. I love the fact that it was a, a kind of a passion and that you've now turned it into a business. And, you know, it's reaping benefits for you. I think that's fantastic. It really is. I love it. So in terms of your plans, do you see, I mean, obviously expansion. Do you see yourself getting a unit, maybe, an in industrial estate or whatever?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. Especially in the last few months, we've been looking at sort of um, different shops locally and everything. Um, but I think it is definitely time now to start expanding again. It's always the most daunting process I find out of everything is the sort of expansion. Like mm. it goes through my head a lot. Like will it work? Um, what if it fails? Sort of thing. But then I do like taking the risk. So um, we're definitely trying to find the most suitable place at the moment.
0: Okay. So what legacy would you like to leave behind? I mean, I know you're you're um, you're you're relatively young, but. I mean, if you could kind of leave something behind for the people, what would it be?
1: Um, It'd probably be that sort of bold impact on the hobby, on the market. Um, Like I previously mentioned, you know, about the trade and how bad it is. Just to, like, sort of clear that up and make it a more sustainable and more ethical trade. Just doing that alone would be absolutely amazing. That's really lovely
0: and and who are your kind of heroes i mean either business or naturalists or 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 kind of people who are in the natural world
1: uh definitely people you know like david attenborough 100% um he's like the top there um but then there's um other people you know like steve backshall nick baker um the guy that like studies insects entomology and everything mm-hmm. Um, in sort of business worlds, I like uh mm-hmm. Sarah Davis from uh Dragons Den. I think she's absolutely um amazing mm-hmm. for how she grew from nothing to this massive like sort of craft empire. Mm-hmm. Um, so as people that sort of in the business world that had the same sort of background from me, I definitely like look up to them a lot
0: it's so cool. Do you know it's funny Karen I mean I've I've done a few of these podcasts and I, I absolutely love doing them and and I haven't stopped smiling. In actual fact my cheeks ache because I'm just <laughs> smiling because I I love you. Well I love your story. I love your enthusiasm and I think what you're doing is brilliant. It is just such a it's just a wonderful story.
1: Oh thank you.
0: Cameron, it's been an absolute pleasure. Seriously, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed this one getting to know you and also kind of lifting the lid on on the uh, on your business bug box. It's just brilliant. So, how do people find you?
1: Um, so you can search our website, which is bugboxuk.co.uk, or on social media. We're on Instagram, um, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and everything. It's just at bugboxuk.
0: Brilliant. We'll, we'll we'll put a link in the. Um in the overview as well. Cameron, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I mean, it really has. It's been lovely talking to you. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much.